Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. And I will tell you guys, so last week I had my friend Stanley on here talking about a ghost you, and I secretly wanted to learn all about it. Well, that's what I'm doing again today. I have a friend of mine, Jen from, let's see, she is the founder of Zenergen. Just the name, I just love the name, but I will let her tell you all about who Jen is and what Jenerzen is. And yeah, I'm dying to find out more. So welcome, welcome to Believe It Achieve It, Jen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ah, I'm so excited. So so tell us who is Jen? <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> like, where do you start with, with that? Uh, well, I'll tell you who, who the Jen I know, and I know you briefly from, from Tony Robbins events. So my listeners hear me talk about Tony quite a bit. And I went to Date with Destiny, Tony's big, huge event, his favorite event. He does once a year in the United States, and it's always in Florida. And I went in as the scared little girl is who I like to refer to that person as because I walked out a completely different person. But I'm checking into my hotel and I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. And here is this magical human, this beautiful woman. And she's like, would you like some cookies? You literally opened up a Tupperware and gave me chocolate chip cookies. And it was <laughs> set the tone like, oh my gosh, are people really like this? And then you introduced yourself and you were there. See, I didn't even know if you were at the event, what, anything. So thank you for, you didn't even know what you were, you were doing when you were like, opened up a Tupperware and asked me for a chocolate chip cookie. So thank you. Thank you for that. That's awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Those <laughs> events are always really, you never know what you're going to encounter. And now that they're doing them virtually, you definitely do not know what they're going to encounter. Uh, I just recently finished the uh, business mastery event and Tony was having an interaction with one of the participants and I swear to God, in the middle of the thing, the guy gets a pizza delivered. So it's like, <laughs> Tony's talking to this guy about his business and all this stuff and like hear the doorbell and his wife isn't there to answer the door. And so like the guy has to go and answer the door to get the pizza and well yeah okay sure are you gonna share it with everyone dude and then, <laughs> right uh, you know and I was there with um you know and we would have like the breakout sessions and we're all dancing and, and different things you know we were outside with the computers with the horses by my swimming pool and so the horses are out on the pool deck with us and Tony's like is that a pony is that a Shetland pony you know so it was really cool to see that all happen and and magic that does take place in the people 
like, you know, like you and I meeting and I don't even remember giving you your cookie. Yeah. So you didn't realize what you you were doing, but that small little thing that you probably did 10 times that day impacted me in such a way. So thank you. Thank you for that. And that's how we become, that's who we become being part of the Tony Robbins world. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, You know, imagine if every time you walked in somewhere, someone offered you a fresh homemade baked cookie, just out of the the double tree, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, it's a little different when you're kind of not expecting it. (laughs) So yeah. And that is, that's actually what inspired me, you know, to kind of segue into, you know, the topic of what is Zenergen, you know? Yes. So yes. Tell us all. Yeah, the name actually, you know, everything that Tony does has meaning. A lot of everything that we ha- do in our lives have meaning. And the name of the name even does, like Zen Energy, and my name is Jen. So we just kind of put those two things together and to create something. But really where it came from was at a Tony event. Two major things happened. And like you were saying, it's like you don't know what kind of impact you're having on people's lives. And I didn't realize that what was happening. And when he did an intervention with me at at the event you attended at Date with Destiny, a different year, but the same things. Like you kind of leave a different person, but it was, you know, what is your old story and what is your new story? And that was the the part of the event, if you remember, where, you know, they bring out the the Richard Dreyfus and do the thing with Mr. Allen's opus and what he thought his life was going to be. And what he didn't realize was that he was impacting hundreds of lives through what he actually ended up doing in his life. And that was kind of where I came up. It's like, you know what? I was impacting people's lives with things that I was doing that I didn't even realize, just like you mentioned the cookies, you're like, you don't even remember yeah. that. So, you know, then you're like, but no, it really kind of made me feel like welcome and warm and connected to somebody else there. And in, in a way that was a little bit, just a little, it doesn't have to be anything massive, you know? So, which well, is why I, I even started Believe in Achievement, why I started this podcast. Like I say, you know, when I told you at the beginning of the conversation, let's just have an awesome conversation and let's change the world one person at a time. So, you know, and I get the messages after each podcast and it is, oh, it's, it's magical and it's beautiful to hear what people are getting out of each podcast. And then I have people that say, oh gosh, Nicole, I haven't listened to the last one. And I said, you're going to listen to the right one at the right time when you're ready. So, and I truly believe that. So. Sure. Well, and that's, you know, that take, you know, that's exactly what happened. It was like in that moment, you know, there was a room of 4,000 people and, I felt like my only, like my hand was the only one up in the room and it wasn't even supposed to happen. So yeah, uh, they don't. Yeah. Those of you who have not been to Tony Robbins event, they aren't supposed to, they're not supposed to happen. They just happen. So yes. Tell us about that. Cause I have seen the video and it was, it was something. And so share, please. Yes. So I was in a room of like, you know, with like the 4,000 people and I, I felt like my hand was the only one in the air. And when he, he picked me to, do like a share, you know, I had no idea that an hour and a half later, you know, that, you know, <laughs> that things would be really different. And what really came up for me was about what I was doing with the horses. And that takes me into the work, you know, I had been through a lot prior to that. I woke up to a Facebook message to find out from a strange woman, something about my husband that I really didn't want to hear. And, you know, that, you know, you know, you guys, it's not what you might be thinking, you know, that actually would have been easier. Um, <laughs> what I discovered was that he had, she said, you might want to talk to your husband about where he's getting his money. 
Oh, and I was like, well, that's, that's really not a great, you know, a super awesome message to get. And so, and she said, if you question the validity of this, you know, reach out. And so I reached out to, you know, his friend, Joe. And so I called his friend. I said, you know, Hey, what's going on? Sure enough. You know, he's, he was a financial advisor and he was doing things that, you know, you shouldn't as a financial advisor be doing with his client's money. And everything from that moment on was a total house of cards. You know, I, sure. I, moved, out and I moved out, put everything in a storage and then moved in with my former personal assistant. And I went back to waitressing at almost, almost 40. And at the time we had both of us had joined the Platinum Partnership. So this was like, and now all of a sudden I, you know, we had a lifestyle, you know, we had horses and traveled and, you know, had nice cars and, you know, everything, but it was all a lie. It was all on, you know, stolen goods. And I'd, so there was mm. a lot of guilt that went around that for me, because even though I didn't know what was happening, it was really a challenge to go, you know, not only that, but your lifestyle was built upon someone else's hard work. So when I sat there at Date with Destiny and I was trying to like really discover like what value I had to bring. And I went to that event and I had about $300 in my wallet and I got there an airline miles and a girlfriend was letting me share her hotel room. And, you know, I was living with my former assistant. She used to do my laundry and now I'm living on her sofa out of my laundry basket. You know, it's like one of these like total kind of uh, almost cliches, you know. So I sat there and, you know, like you were mentioning, you don't know the value you have to bring unless you, you know, you get some feedback or you get some, get a response sometimes and, or until you like start to discover your own truth. And so that's what happened in that moment, you know, as I'm sitting there watching, you know, the clip from the movie and Tony's starting to talk about, you know, that life is happening for you and not to you. And that so made my entire life change. My hand and, I said, and I sat there and it was like, you know, I didn't believe that I had any value to offer. You know, I didn't have, I didn't feel like there was anything I had to offer unless I was supporting my husband who was paying for my dream of having horses and being an instructor and that kind of thing. And what came up was I had had a little mini horse, you know, you guys, you know, horses, big animals, 200 pounds, but I had this little one. He was about 200 pounds, little tiny thing. And his name was little Stu. And he had gotten attacked and killed in tragic accident. Oh. And I didn't understand like the purpose of his death and I was suffering and I'm, you know, because my life was supposed to be with training horses and doing stuff. And my little Stu died. And when he died, the letters poured in, people reached out to me. I had someone like build like a little statue of him for me, you know, make a bracelet out of his tail hair and pictures and videos. And I was like, what, what is actually happening here? Like, like, what is it? And then it was in that moment, almost exactly two years after he died. And I was like, oh, I'm bringing value to people through these horses. And wow. my partner, I even said, he said, and I was wearing this, you know, silver horse necklace and, and he touched my necklace and he said, and every time you talk about them, you just light up your whole demeanor changes. And every time you talk about like a student or a client or someone whose life you affected that you worked with, your whole essence changes. This is what you were put here for. Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment that I realized that death had a purpose. That little stew had to go, you know, so I could learn that lesson. So I could learn that about myself. So I could believe in myself. 
And so I, I really was like, okay, I know. And so when I share, I stood up and I shared with Tony. I mean, he wasn't very nice to me either. He said, you look like a hairy guy in a mini skirt and, and, <laughs> and our, and it, you know, and we kind of laugh, but you know, I didn't, when you look at a woman, I was dressed to the nines. I mean, I had nice clothes and my hair was perfect and my body was, was rocking. I was in great shape physically, but on the inside I was dying. And I don't know that, you know, he doesn't know who he's talking to when he stands people up. So I'm not sure like what was going through his mind, you know, but there was a terror that was inside me. There was such a deep seated fear about what was going to happen and how I was going to get by and, and what was actually going to happen to me, you know? Sure, and, yeah. And the belief that I didn't have. And it was like, you don't feel like you have any value when you don't feel like you have anything to offer. Things happen to you, you know? And they're not generally good things, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you feel like you're worthless and you feel like, you know, the next day is like, is just another waste of the one before, you know, it's very challenging to go on through the days. And there were a lot of days where I, I, you know, I was, went through a very dark phase. And so after that experience and kind of really understanding what he said or what he meant when he said, you know, now that you know that you're strong, you don't have to work at it so hard anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I didn't know what that meant. Like that was meaningless to me at the time. I'm not nodding my head. "Mm, Sounds good, Tony. Right. Tony Robbins is telling this to me. Okay. Okay. There's got to be some truth to it. Exactly. So I decided to go home and and visit family and I hadn't been home to see family. Um, The last time I'd spoken to my parents wasn't, you know, wasn't like super awesome. And like there was something that was going on that just said, you know, I need to be home. Mm-hmm. And so I said, but I wasn't going to tell anybody. I only, I told like one person. And so um, I was packing to leave and it was the night before my flight was supposed to take out. And as you know, Date with Destiny is generally in December I'm in the United States. And it was December 21st, first day of winter. And my flight was supposed to leave or just, no, it was the 22nd. I apologize. And the day before my flight and my mom called. And I was like, well, wait, exactly. It's exactly the face I made. I was like, I know that people are only listening to us, but yeah, I'm like, 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 I'm like, like what? Why? <laughs> I didn't tell anybody, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, well, why are you kind of, so that's kind of hands to the phone, you know, like, hi mom, you know? And, um, she said, your, your brother's dead. Oh my goodness. That's what I said. She said, your brother's dead. She said, and I know it's the two days before Christmas but is there any way you can get home? And I was like, with, I had a pair of socks in one hand and a shirt in the other. And I said, mm-hmm. mom, my flight leaves in the morning. I was going to surprise everyone, you know? And my brother, he was a naval officer. He was a nurse, you know, his father, 45, you know, I, I'm a year older than what he was when he, when he passed. Mm-hmm. I, I just turned 46. And um, so I was like, I was able to be there for my brother during that time, but, like a lot of life hit me pretty hard, pretty fast. And, you know, being homeless and, you know, my brother dying and my divorce and, you know, going from this lifestyle. Betrayal and the lies and the, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just like realizing that everything that you, everything I had experienced up until that point was, was completely untrue. Mm. And so it kind of did, it put me into a really dark space. And I used to always kind of, I don't want to say scoff because that's a little bit of a strong word, but I was kind of questioned the whole concept of things like panic attacks and anxiety and nightmare and all this stuff. Well, 
that's what started happening is that I was experiencing, you know, something called night terrors. Oh, I, I have heard of this. Yeah. Panic attacks and, and just, you know, day-to-day functioning was just a challenge. Because until you've experienced it, like you said, you would be like, oh, what night terror, it, whatever, it, panic attack. Inside you, yeah. you know, something that's happening on the inside. It's like, you know, like um, Eddie Murphy from that movie Trading Places where he's in the bruises on the inside, you know. But, and that's really what's happening. And so, you know, when you're dealing with something like, you know, anxiety or panic attacks or just struggling with fear. Yes. Yes. Challenging to actually see what that looks like when, you know, you have the smile and you're doing the podcasts or you're doing the videos, you're whatever you're doing. It's very easy to hide that. And so I was going through a lot during that time and I really felt really isolated. And really the one thing that kept me going was my horse and my connection with nature and getting and going out. And so where are you living at this time? I'm in Orlando. Uh, and you're living by yourself. You're on your own. I have, at this time, I had finally gotten into a little townhouse. I was, okay. always, I was fighting with my trying to get something out of my ex-husband when everybody was. Everybody was trying to get something out of him. You know, they were, he was being indicted and, you know, they have been doing years of free. I don't even know. Like, we're no. not talking, and you guys, we're not talking about like 10,000 bucks here. Like add uh-huh. zeros to that, you know? So, so it was a really pretty crazy thing, but it was really connecting with my horse Okay. That really put me into a space of feeling. And then I tap back into those words that Tony said, you know, now that you know you're strong, and that you don't have to work at it. And then like the value the horses bring and the people that can come out and engage with them and, and what, you know, little Stu and my brother and all of this stuff. And so I knew I had to do something. And if any of you guys that are listening, if you guys think about, you know, being isolated or not being made to feel safe, and, and there's a lot I, of isolation right now. Oh yeah, we all, so. especially with COVID. But mm-hmm. and you know the suicide rates are through the roof, and it's just insane. But that's the piece that you know that you you've got to be able. You have to be able to. I wasn't safe at home. My family, it doesn't. Really, I'm you know I don't I don't have a big family, but we're not very connected. My brother's dying. You know I don't have any money. I'm you know I have a job. I have no you know I'm like what the you know and so you got to have something. You know, there's got to be something that you can, where there's a sanctuary where you feel And not safe. stay in the victim mode. Exactly. And, and you can say all you want. You can read all the books you want. You can do everything. But until you go, you know, until you can provide it. And so that's what I really started to do was create, um, create these programs with the horses about, you know, complete, complete acceptance, total and complete safe space to heal and feel supported and feel empowered. It's something that horses provide through their vibration and through the, the healing. And there's more and more science now that's showing the healing power that horses have. And, and let's face it, you know, horses were built, uh, you know, built our civilizations. They plowed our fields. They carried our families. They fought our wars. Dogs didn't. Your cat didn't. Your goldfish didn't. There's something <laughs> about the horse. And then when they were done, we ate them. You know, we still are. And that's kind of like, okay, guys, we can stop <laughs> eating them now. There's plenty of food. But, you know, and that's really what takes me to the mission is like the mission of what we're doing. Because in the United States, 80,000 horses, that is the equivalent to the entire population of Albany, New York, get sent out of this country to slaughter every year. Wow. 80, that's a lot, y'all. 
That is a lot of horses. And it's because they are only valued for their physical capabilities or if you're lucky as companion animals. And there's kind of this strange bifurcation between whether a horse is livestock or they're your pet. But you don't see feedlots. You don't see it packaged in, you know, the grocery store at Walmart or at, you know, Whole Foods. You don't, yeah, it's not what you see. What do you see when you see horses? What do you think of when you think of horses? You think of the little golden retriever puppy and the Budweiser Clydesdale and, you know, let her go. And, you know, I, and now see, I, I, I look at a horse <laughs> and I do see power and beauty and strength. Right. And so from a horse. Right. And you think of the Kentucky Derby and, you know, so in the equine industry, you know, generally speaking, their value is based on how fast they can run or how high they can jump. Right. You know, and, and not all horses are like Tom Brady, you know, they're not all going to be, be around until they're in their, you know, unbelievably, you know, seniors in their careers and, and what is happening in this industry. And, um, so to take it back, just so we can catch everyone up. So you're in this space and you're getting your aha moment. Yes, so then that really was what it was, was that, and that's what, that is what inspired me to create the programs. It's like, so the, yes, and now this, things. yeah. And now this, and yeah, right, exactly. Now fast forward, you know, and it's, it's a short fast forward, Nicole. It's like fast forward, like two years. Wow. It took me was no it- time. 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Once, no, once I decided I was on this path of, you know, saving horses and changing lives, it was like, it just screamed because I took the horses and I created the programs and I, you know, read hundreds of books and took tons of, you know, how much personal development I've done. I've done like 18 <laughs> UPWs. I mean, I got, you know, I've got a rap sheet for personal development because I, what I saw was that it wasn't about the horses. It was about the people. Mm-hmm. And it was about the value that people could get from a horse, no matter what they could do physically. It was about the transformation. It was about the connection. It was about the safety that people felt by being around these animals. It was about the healing. And so I started creating, I started offering retreats and I started, yeah, I started so yeah. Offering, yeah, I started off doing it like secret. You know, I would be like with my horsemanship clients, like I was teaching lessons, like how to get your horse to do something. And I would be like, sneak some personal development in on the side. And they're like, wow, we didn't do anything with the horse, but man, I feel amazing. I know how to talk to my husband now or whatever. So it's kind of taking like this subversive approach to it. And I was like, aha, and I knew I was onto something. And, and so then, uh, you know, over the last, gosh, I finally incorporated in 2017. So I've been, I've been doing it like full on for three or I'm on my fourth year now, but it's like year over year, it's like more people are going, this is something freaking amazing. I got to look into it. And, you know, a lot of people in the personal development space are going, because that, that industry is like, is going crazy, you know, and this is such a unique approach, the vehicle of using horses and now taking the mission to a higher level where you're like, it's not just about you coming out here and having an experience. It's about when you come out here and have an experience, you're actually furthering the mission because my goal is to stop the slaughter, but great. Okay. So great. We stopped the slaughter. You know, Tony even supports the Anti-Slaughter Act. and I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, he's been on, you know, it's been on. And, you know, and they're friends of mine. I let a retreat at their place out in Colorado, whatever. And here's the problem. The big argument against it is, what are we going to do with 80,000 horses? What are we going to do with the ones that have one eye and three legs and can't run or do? What are we going to do with them? So I had to find an answer to that question. Because the SAFE Act, which is the legislation that's in front of Congress at the moment, is not going to pass if by passing that we're going to be burdened with a bigger issue. 
We need to have an answer to that piece of the puzzle. And what I'm doing is that answer. Yes. So what what are you doing? Yes. What is your, yeah, what is your program? What stuff. is your program and who? Yes. The program. <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, and it just keeps getting better. So like I said, I started off by offering like small retreats and everything. And then it started going into the leadership space and then corporate team building work. And wow. then when COVID hit, I, I, you know, I created a five day online course. So I have a really great menu of offerings, whether you want to just experience something, you know, once and see what this is all about. There's a quiz you can take so if you're familiar with like Myers Briggs or the disc profile, yeah yeah you can go out and find out so really what it is is like finding out who you are like what is your per, we call it the pony persona you know I have four horses there are Dante who's my high D I have Bella who's my high I and then you know Maverick and Trace and they you know wow. but it's not and it wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about disc at the time when I created this it was just like I have these four horses and the horsemanship that I learned they have something called personality so, which they have coined and they do it with the horses, but this is really, again, about the people. So finding out about, okay, oh, I'm a Dante. Well, Dante is like my 1200 pound Tony Robbins. He's like this bold, masculine, heart of gold, you know, in your face, lovely two by four kind of guy, you know, and if you know, you know, Tony's stories, like when he started learning, you know, NLP and from Jim Rohn and all of his background, he's like, I would go into Denny's and go, I want to help you, you know, and he's like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> so that's the Dante, you know, those are the Dantes and they're like, the Steve Jobs of the world. They're the ones that, you know, and then you've got Bellas who are, you're, you know, like you're a Bella, no doubt. You know, you're a high eye, you're a connector. You like to connect people, you know, never ask a Bella an open-ended question because they never shut up, you know? So am I close? You know, and then you have Trace who is like more like Steve Wozniak. Steve Jobs is Dante. Steve Wozniak is Trace. Or like your yes. engineers, your accountants that, you know, and then I have Maverick who is, you know, he embellished, you know, he just absolutely takes on the sovereign. He's like this quiet sort of internal guy. It's like a big feeler. And and if you look at the archetypes, there's parallels there. And if you look at the, like things like the Johari window and the love languages and the levels of social consciousness and all of these different modalities, whether you're a matcher or a mismatcher, why you ask questions. So really is digging into the patterns and personalities and things that drive our behaviors, decisions, and feelings. And when you think about how things make you feel, you know, it's like, how does it feel when someone does something? And what do you do when you get triggered? How to manage those triggers, how to not take things personally, like all of these things come up. And so when, when COVID hit, I was like, all right, I basically got to take a five day retreat and put it in a box, which I did. And oh, so that's awesome. the program. So, yeah, I have everything from like, take the quiz that's free all the way to like my flagship event, which is sort of like my date with destiny, which is, you know, you come here on site, experience the horses, the horses actually choose you which is a really powerful thing. And then doing the group events I'm, and I'm gently reopening now. So many of you guys are listening. I'm in Orlando, but that doesn't mean you have to come to Orlando to experience this because we're doing a hybrid model, you know, where the people that are here physically can experience things live, but then they also are, I'm also, you know, doing like kind of like a live studio audience creating sort of like a talk show, if you will. So the people here live, they're like the live studio audience and they're get to experience it. And then those of you that are at home, they can, that come on virtually, you can come and see it. All this is on my website. It's, you know, like I said, Zen Energy and I'm Jen. So it's zenergen.com. Jen, J-E-N, not G. <laughs> so Zenergen with a G is actually like some kind of diet pill or something anyway, but it's, and we use rescued horses. So, and that's the key is like these programs, because of the, the ability to leverage and reach more people, through the virtual world and doing these group trainings and corporate leadership and understanding personalities, four horses can feed 400. And that 
helps answer the problem of what are we going to do with 80,000 horses? Well, right. here's a program that is, is proven profitable. It is, has sustainability and, and that, and we have that kind of that four pillar approach of having, you know, safe, stable, and fun horses, connected, committed with volunteers, and then a sustainable business model that actually puts people into a place where they can go, oh, and then if they want to do like corporate, they want to do, or if you have a group, or if you want to just do a, like a buy one, give one, if you come. Like if you right, come yeah. retreat, we were talking about you coming to one of my retreats. You know, if you came, you would have the ability to, to then contribute. And first off, everything goes to the horses. I, you know, they eat better than I do, but you know. Yes, you guys follow her on Instagram. I was just telling her, I was like, I actually like watched you. I don't know what you call it, but do their horseshoes. Like you did a video and I was like, so into it. That was like so calming to me. I'm like, okay, so you're planting the seeds and I'm definitely picking up the seeds that you've been planting. Yes, exactly. And everything that comes, you'd be able to have like a group of youth at risk, other charitable organizations, Operation Underground Railroad, aftercare programs for women, veterans with PTSD or just, you know, or people that don't, urban you know, kids in urban environments that just, they see more concrete than they do trees, mm-hmm. you know, so whatever group speaks to you, you know, you can sponsor a group to also come out and have an interaction with the horses, you know, and just putting that into that space where like interacting, it's not, and you know what, Nicole, it is not just come out here and play with the horses. Out, yeah. You don't <laughs> go out into the field and make a noise like a carrot and sing Kumbaya. That's not what this <laughs> is. You know, it's really about when you feel safe, you can be confident. And when you are confident, you can feel empowered. So it really is about empowering, creating a safe space so people can be empowered. And feeling safe is huge. And I have felt unsafe for many, many years. A lot of women do. Yeah. Especially, you know, not, not, not fellas, not sorry. But like, let's face it, you know, and you can resonate. And not safe, like I'm afraid I'm going to walk outside and be up, but just safe in general. Well, and even walk outside and be safe. Like, I don't know about you, but I was at a Starbucks the other day and there were three young ladies behind the counter and me and my personal assistant, she was with me and a very colorful, we'll just put it, a very colorful person came in personality wise, just for anybody that's not picking up and putting down but they were obviously not okay and we were all a little bit very unsettled about like what was going to happen and had there been men in the starbucks at the time i would have felt less unsafe you know mm-hmm. when was the last time you felt unsafe for your life walking down you know out in the dark parking lot leaving target or whatever you know a lot now with unfortunately this crazy exactly crazy world and time we're living in. It's it's scary. It can be. And from a feminine perspective, that's what this is. It's like, it's got to be, you have to feel safe. And then bringing in the leadership, like how you can understand what your persona is. And here's the interesting thing, because I don't care how many of those different kind of personality tests you've taken. Like we even have our little persona quiz. Right. (laughs) We all have. (laughs) Here's the deal. And here's why it, there are a couple of things. Why horses? Everybody's like, well, why, why I connect with my dog like that? There's a difference. And we talked about that earlier about like how our, you know, our civilizations were built with horses and, and they're prey animals. You know, they have that prey animal instinct. The other thing that's really important to understand is that when you have that connection or you see the persona in a triggered way or in a way that would usually like upset you or, you know, in a horse, 
you don't feel the same because they don't have egos like we do. It's very easy to judge Sally or Susie or Doug in marketing for being a jerk or not such a nice person because we feel like they should because they're people. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it with a horse, you go, oh, and then you can create that pair. I call it the compassion parallel because you can create the parallel to say, oh, they're just being a triggered Bella. And oh. you have compassion for their behavior because we tend to judge other people's intentions based on their behavior. Uh-huh. All the while we're judging our behavior based on our intention. Yeah. So when you see their behavior and we judge it and we judge their intention that's driving it, but when you can go, oh, they're just a triggered Bella or they're a triggered trace, you can take a step back and go, that horse is beautiful and you detach ego from the behavior mm. and you release judgment. So it's incredible work. That's when the magic, that's the aha, that's the magic happens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my gosh, you know, I've, like I said, you planted the seeds, you plant the seeds nicely. And I definitely have always been watching you from the sidelines, which is why I was so excited to have you come on uh, Believe It, Achieve It and share your story and where you are. And like you said, it was two years that you made your dream that you didn't even realize was your dream until you had your aha moment. And now your whole life has changed. As you said, you were at Starbucks with your personal assistant. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's a beautiful thing, you know, and it's not like, you know, I I absolutely do not say this to Brian because I'm so unbelievably grateful. This has been, you know, I've been so blessed and actually like blessed. It's like, how did this even happen? You know, Mm. Oh, hundred hour work weeks, 4am to midnight every day for seven years, you know, that'll do it. You know? So when you think about it, it's like, but it's not about the hustle. You know, because 4 a.m. is like, that's easy for me because I'm aligned. And now I, you know, fast forward a couple of years and I've got four acres or obviously I've got 10 acres, two houses. I've got a 10 stall barn and six rescued horses that, that people love and care and support and get value from. This isn't my home. This is their home. This is just a place I happen to live to be able to share the mission and the vision of saving horses and changing lives. Because we at Zenergen believe this is our little one-liner, y'all. So yeah. here, we, here we come. Here we come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we believe everyone, everyone deserves to have a life-changing experience with a horse that maintains the dignity of the animal. Ah, uh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Who wants to come with me? Yeah, right. You know, we're gently opening in a very mindful way, understanding that people have reservations, but, you know, with a big open space, a private facility, and, you know, with all the precautions in place, we are open and doing, you know, very small retreats. Like right now, I'm only taking four people at a time for the retreats. You get your own week, you get your own thing, you get your own horse, everybody's, you know, you get your own bathroom. I mean, you know, everything's all, you know, whatever. Um, okay, so when you go there, you stay on site for the retreats. You know, oh, okay, events okay. are a little different. Those are, you know, there's, and I'm right in the middle of the city. There's like seven hotels and like nice ones, like Embassy Suites and Hilton and everything. There you go, guys. There's my hotel plug. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have places to stay. I live like I'm a mile from a Whole Foods. You know, I just wow, isn't this wild? And then you have 
Horses, six horses. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I have beautiful. a property in the middle of, you know, in the middle of right in the middle of Orlando and we're growing because like I said, people are starting to really see what this is, you know? So, and, and even Tony made a, gave a shout out to us on the business mastery. Like, is that a shout out pony? When we were at, cause we we're at the pool hanging out, you know? And, <laughs> and then, um, and then I'm actually on his website now too. So I'm on Tony's website. So you can, you can Oh my gosh, that's awesome. There. I mean, you guys are this again, this was, what year did you have your intervention? Uh, was seven years ago. Wow. Seven years. And then, yeah. And then two years later, I was back doing it and, you know, doing what I love. And now, now that I've started Zenergen, you know, four more years of this here at this beautiful facility and, and we're growing. We're just oh, growing. it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I thank you so much for sharing your journey and telling us all about this wonderful, beautiful thing you have created thank in the you. middle of a hustle and bustle city in Orlando, Florida yeah, ch- and changing lives. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. So if you guys are interested in coming out and want to reach out, you can just, you can call us. Is it okay if I plug good my information? Yeah, and I'm going to put all the information in the show notes. So anybody that goes on, we're on all yeah, streaming yeah, platforms. Know, you can, um, <laughs> you know, I just give out my cell number to the whole world. I love uh, it. I love it. Right? It, you know, it's like, that's why. It's like, you know, my phone, for, you know, you got, you know, you, all your listeners are going to call me tomorrow, right? No, just kidding. <laughs> But um, 407-412-0252, you can just reach out to me, text me, call me, message me. My website, Zenergen, Z-E-N-E-R-J-E-N.com. And take the quiz, see what horse you are. It gives you some I'm taking the quiz, that's for sure. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not a Bella, I would be amazed. <laughs> like, I, you guys, isn't that amazing? It's like, after you come here and experience it, like, oh, she's a Bella, she's a Dante, he's a Trace, you know? And you can go around and like sit, you know, and you'll be able to read people, and right. people yes. like that, like it's so obvious, so unbelievably obvious. Could you? Wow, like, that's really cool. I love it, that. You're kind <laughs> of like a little magician. Afterwards, you're like, how did how does she know that? You know, <laughs> you're like, able to, you know, like Tony does, and like people that are really good at interventionists are really good at in their craft. You know, understanding personas is like a huge piece of it, and so that's what we really offer here is that understanding and and opportunity to learn about yourself. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I'm so excited. And as always, you guys make it an awesome, awesome day. All right. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day.